Hey, best buds. It's your girl. You said May Jane. <laughs> May motherfucking Jane. Hey, you want to know why I feel so good? Hey, I ain't even going to lie. I did wake and bake. And I smoked indica, so there's no way I should be this perky, right? I, that sativa shit fucked my head. It make me so... It's exciting, but it hurts my head, guys. It gives me a headache, okay? I can't fuck with the sativa. So, I'm indica-minded all the time. And the reason why I'm so perky this morning. Is it still morning? No, it feels like it, though. <laughs> I slept in late. It's because I am in the shower. Yes, I am in the shower, so guys... I want you to enjoy the first part of the In The Commanded podcast with me in the shower. <laughs> Do you hear the water running? Right now, I'm standing under the shower head as the water is running down my body and it feels so good. Like, people ask me, why can I stand in front of the oven in the summertime, any time of my life, and just hover over the open oven door and let the heat, like, come up and smack me? It's so addicting. And to be honest, it just gives you the same effect as standing under a shower head with hot running water falling down on your naked body it feels so good Mm -mm -mm. and you know what else it does it just cleanses you and awakens you it opens your pores and you just take whatever you're using and by the way i'm using cherry Malo from bath and body works it smells amazing i don't even really bang with cherries like that but the bar cherries are good all the time and this tray my low yes it is so good <sighs> the reason why i have you in the shower with me guys at the top of the show is because i just want you to i just want you to like acknowledge the fact that taking a shower can wash away not only the funk that you done accumulated on your ass, but just the stress and worries and doubts and whatever baggage, the weight off of you. Like, it's just so therapeutic and spiritually good. I mean, it feeds my soul, you know? And just imagine coming into the shower with your hair out. I mean, guys and natural hairs and a lot of different um, straight hair best buds, they can do this. But for us, for me, I gotta pick a day. You know what I'm saying? For the black ones out there, we gotta pick a day when we can get in the shower with our hair out. And right now it's not the summertime, so I gotta do some managing. But I'm telling you, imagine that. And you just letting the water run from the top of your body all the way down 
your face, it feels so good. Like how often do you get a chance to do that? And you wash your face with whatever type of natural, or let's say aromatherapy, oil, base, soap, and it just opens your nose and your senses and you just wanna run through the house naked. Wow. Guys, how often do you get a chance to do that? Just think of a bath as something that is also a coper or something that is also gonna help you to relax and calm down. Get things off your mind, relieve some stress. Even shed the negativity of the day or the day before. Showers are equal to, almost like a baptizing. It's cleansing, refreshing, and you can also use it to just let go and renew. You hear that? That is all of yesterday's bullshit <laughs> being rinsed off of me right now. And it feels so good. Not only that, I feel 10 pounds lighter. So if you're insecure about your weight, you better get in the shower, baby. <laughs> oh, so refreshing. So when you take a shower, do you, are you a one wash upper or a two wash upper? I'm gonna tell y'all, I gotta wash up twice. Twice, okay? Two times, sorry. Sometimes, like, some of the parts I'm washing, I do it like groceries. So the lighter parts that I'm washing, that requires less management. I wash that first, second time I go around, I wash the things that require more management. What about you? How many wash-ups are you? One, two, three, more? Next time you get in the shower, I want you to use it as a tool. A tool for raising your vibrations, okay? I don't want anybody listening to me with a low vibration. Well, actually I do, because I want to change that. So have an open mind. Come with your low vibration, but have an open mind to change it, okay? So I want you to use the shower as a tool, okay? Just so you can be on the same page, I want you to hear this, this bottle of black cherry mellow open. You heard that? Now I'm gonna pour it on my rag. I know you can't hear that part, but just imagine a light pink drizzle on a dark pink bath rag. Okay, I just closed it back up. And it smells so good. Let's see if you can get a whiff. I'm gonna try to get out of here in 10 minutes, guys. <laughs> 
Right now we got almost two minutes left. If I go over, will you hate me? You should not because I'm zen the fuck out. <laughs> I'm telling you, best buds, this is going to help you to just get out of some bullshit one day. You're going to be in the house and be like, you know what? Let me try getting in the shower and wash this bullshit off of me and come back out a whole new motherfucker. That's what I'm going to have to do. Because these bitches is really trying me. You know what I'm saying? You want to do that. So I feel so good. The smell is just, yes. Yes. Look, I'm going to try to twerk again. Oh, shit. I got a little clap going. It's soapy, though. Like, <laughs> don't act like y'all be in there swinging y'all balls in the shower and ladies y'all in there twerking sometimes. But I don't want y'all to think about that. that. Make that at your last wash up. What y'all think about when y'all get in the shower? Do y'all use it as a depressing time to cry? Because even still, that's good. You probably get out feeling, feeling like a million bucks. Just use your shower as therapy so you have a little spa in your house from that warm back buds okay make sure that motherfucker clean because for me i'm fussing at these niggas in here all the time i don't want to see your little curly hairs your little specks the brown ring none of that you better rinse out the bottom of the bath mat all that okay Ooh, I got it so hot in here now, it's starting to make me sweat. Alright y'all, this is the last rinse. This one had hella suds, so it's just hitting different. Yes, I can't even talk, like, I just gotta open my mouth. Well, I gotta talk to keep you guys entertained. <laughs> But for real, my mouth is like open. Yes, it's almost like when you're putting on that makeup. Who can close their mouth when they close and put their makeup on? Because my ass be, <laughs> you can put anything in my mouth. <laughs> I mean, like, what the fuck, Shorta? What the fuck? <laughs> okay. All right. Yo, I can't skimp on the rinsing, okay? I'm sorry, that's but y'all gotta hear all this. But um, you know, use it to breathe. One, two, three, four. That was an inhale, y'all. Five. <laughs> now let it out. Ooh. Okay, one more. One, two, three. Now let it out. On the first one, I was just trying to see if y'all die for me. <laughs> I know y'all was like, what the fuck? You went to five? All right. All right, guys. Shower time is over. Now, depending on what temperature of the water, you fucking with when you turn that shower off, 
you gonna feel like you've probably been in a sauna, or you gonna feel like you got the most energy, and like you're just gonna feel good, like just just good, nice, crisp, and good. And um, right now I feel like I'm in the sauna because. The water was real hot, so let me pause this, and I will see my best buds on the other side. So, best buds, I hope you feeling nice and refreshed. Yes, after that shower with your girl, Eastside Mary motherfucking Jane. <laughs> I feel good, because I'm not even going to lie. I've been kind of weighed down for the last couple of days. Very weighed down because it just seemed like I keep getting attacked, 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 attacked. And I do understand the attack. It's the same thing that I've been going through earlier this year, but it's just getting worse. It's just getting worse because I'm on a progressive road. I'm on a forward moving road and the energy around me is not progressive or forward moving so now what's happening is it is starting to like I said use force you know you feel the force you feel the pressure it's starting to bubble now it's starting to get a little bit thicker now because I'm going I'm staying in the same environment you know what I mean now had my environment change where um I was on a on a path or around people or places that kind of was moving forward too, was progressing and growing, then it would be nothing but harmony, love, nourishment, and it would feel good. But right now, my environment is hostile. My environment is very, very, um, what is the word for that? Irritated. My environment is irritated, it is conflicting, and there are a lot of things going on in my environment. And one of the things that I want to talk about today is when you have jealous people around you, and what you should do about it. Because jealousy, let me tell you, is like a drug. That shit is like a drug. It is also a demon, just like in our last podcast, we talked about, um, you know, how certain things can attach to your energy and you want to protect your energy. Well, jealousy is also something that you want to protect your energy against. You don't want to be jealous and you don't want to have jealousy around you. And if people were cognizant of their jealousy, their jealous tendencies, then they would be able to help heal this. These are all demons. And I feel like jealousy is a greater demon than I feel even hatred. I feel even anger rage I feel you know those things are direct and you kind of know what it is you kind of know what it's stemming from but the root of jealousy is so wild and twisted and so contagious and it's not contagious in a way that anger or um, 
rage is. It's more in a way of a contagion to your psychology. It's contagion to the demise of your psychology, your self-esteem, your ego. You have to deal with this internal battle of jealousy all alone. And what you do in when you walk in the battle of jealousy, when you wear this demon, you try to pull other people down by manipulating them, pulling wool over their eyes so they will not be able to pinpoint the fact that this is rooting from a jealous a, a jealous root, a jealous seed that you are trying to use to disguise as something else and use other people in order to come against someone else or something else to bring it down or or whatever your goals are. Because people that are jealous, they always tend to have some type of goal. They want to be able to feel better. No one wants to walk around seeing someone else winning and they jealous. So these people, they're not mad. They're not angry. They want to do things to bring you down. Regardless if it's small things or big things. Whether it's stones or boulders we throw in, they will be thrown. They will be thrown indirectly because these type of people tend to have minions. Tend to have people that gravitate to this energy because they look at it as, you know, something that is bold and is, it's, um, you know, adventurous, is leadership. Yeah, because it's, the root of it is jealousy. Jealousy will make someone else kill another person. Jealousy will make another person kill another person. Okay, so when it comes to the actions that come out of jealousy, you cannot ever, ever, ever underestimate any of them. That is why you have to understand the root of what is happening around you and why people do certain things. And years and years and years of having people tell you that some people are jealous of you, you cannot be blinded to it. You cannot continue to remain because a person like me, I always try to look at the best in people that I love, you know, the best in people that I care about. And even though they may have their faults, I tend to overlook them because I never would think that certain things they would do or say to me. But when people show you who they are, you better believe every word of the past that acknowledges those feelings that are still, still valid today. Okay, so, you know, later on, I feel like more and more into this podcast, I will be revealing stories like I will will be revealing characters and stories and really letting you guys into what bring these podcasts to life why you know what really happened (laughs) because 
It is amazing, you know, what the demon of jealousy will have people do. And if, and I'm not even going to lie. Wait, wait, wait. Before we even jump more into this, let's understand what jealousy is. What is jealous? We're going to go to the root because, you know, we can't look up jealousy or whatever, jealousness or whatever like that. There's no definition for that. It's always going to go back to the root of jealous. Okay, remember, so everything starts from a root. Now, the root word jealous means as an adjective, a feeling or showing envy of someone or their achievements and advantages. They use the sentence or the descriptive sentence to kind of reference the definition. He grew jealous of her success. How would people know what jealousy looks like if it was not acted out? You can grow jealous. Jealous is something you think about, you premeditate about, you maybe even dream about. Some people come become obsessed with it. It even goes in to say, jealousy generally refers to the thoughts or feelings of insecurity, fear, and concern over a relative lack of possessions or safety. Jealousy can consist of one or more emotions such as anger, resentment, inadequacy, helplessness, or disgust. And these are things that are feelings about yourself, not other people. There's no way you can feel disgust about someone else and be jealous of them. All of these things are self thoughts. They are self-feelings. You feel this way about yourself, so you project out onto other people the demon of jealousy. You can also be jealous in a relationship, feeling or showing suspicion of someone else's unfaithfulness in a relationship can make you become a jealous person. Insecure, anxious, mistrustful, and that can both stem from your own actions and the person that you are in a relationship's actions. They can it can be a double thing when you are jealous of someone in a relationship. This is why we have to understand the root so you can fix it. And then also it says fiercely protective or vigilant of one's rights or possessions. Howard is still a little jealous of his authority. Okay, so someone can be jealous of someone else's authority. Someone can act like they are protecting you, but downright be jealous of, again, your achievements and advantages. Someone can be defending you, but guess what? They know that by severing this relationship with someone else in your defense will stop the achievement or advantage that you have with this other person. Whatever the root of jealous is that stems in other people 
when a person lashes out at you, you have to realize the root of it and why it happens and that you have to get away from them. There's no compromising with someone that is jealous. A jealous person will be willing to throw you under the bus or make you look like the the worst person ever, disgraceful, a monster, just to save their own face, just to make their self-worth feel like it it it's something. But really the the small gains that they have when they do that does not amount to what you will be doing if they were not throwing you off or trying to throw you off your path or what you do, period. So let's think about that again. The small six stones, rocks that they throw, even if it's a boulder that they throw at you, the small achievement that they make from doing that to you is nowhere in comparison to your successes, achievements, and advantages in this lifetime. That is why they have to do it. That is why they have to to attack you in that way. Whether it's physically, verbally, indirectly, or they have other people doing it, just realize that jealousy is the root of it. And you cannot be around that. It is unsafe for you. It is a danger zone. That is why nothing is working out. The people that are around them will be, if they are not jealous of you, will be small little inklings of what this person is because this person is manipulating other people in order for them to feel or treat you a certain way. They've already labeled you a certain way. So if they are friends or if they value this person, of course, they are not going to see the real you. They're going to believe what was told to them and go by that. Only real recognize real. So you will have some people to separate that. But it takes time. And who has the time to get burnt, um, you know, attacked, slandered, thrown under the bus, put in scandal, lied upon, being caught up in rumors, etc., etc.? No one does. You'll be taking a shower, a, a spiritual shower, washing the bullshit off every not every day, but three times a day. Trust me. Make sure you keep and you realize that even on social media, even in church, even in your family, even in your relationships, love lives, your girlfriends, your boyfriends, your, your children can carry the demon of jealousy and you have to be able to realize what it is and stop it. How can you stop it? You have to cut the relationship off. You have to address that situation to a person and that is taking a chance to hoping that they don't become two times as jealous that they will want to fix it, that they will want to grow and change, that you can help them to kill the demon. If not, you probably will, <laughs> you probably go wake up a, a bigger demon than what was there before. Oh shit, I'm jealous that she know it. I'm jealous and he knows it. Oh, he gotta go. This nigga gotta die. See, you could be humble all day. You could just be high off of life and high off of what you're doing. But 
you know, a jealous person will never look at it like that. They'll look at it like you the most cocky, the most arrogant, the most boastful person ever. That is why you have to, I don't mean to reference back to changing, uh, protecting your energy, but yeah, protect your energy, change your environment, and you need to fix your waterworks. Everything around you need to flow. If it's not flowing, if it's not, if it's not being like smoke when you close the doors going under the cracks and through the cracks, I'm telling you, trust me, your environment is the reason why you are not taking off. And I, I, I already know it, but for me to be, you know, just constantly, personally attacked, the environment that I'm in is not supporting what I'm doing. Okay, now I'm not going to sit here and lie to y'all and be like, oh, I've never been jealous before. You know what I'm saying? My jealousy is now something that I acknowledge and I still work on every day. It's not jealousy no more, though. Now, I used to, and it, and it didn't start off as jealousy. What I can say for me was I was always a person that was accepting of myself. You know, I didn't understand myself at first. I went through a journey through, you know, growing up of knowing the human that I am. Like, who am I? Why am I here? And in in different stages of it. So, you know, as a, a kid, I felt like I was accepted by my friends. I had a lot of friends. And it was always somebody that was indifferent about me, had a problem with me, wanted to fight me jumped in my face, blah, 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 all the way from middle school, all the way up, okay? Sometimes I don't even know why these bitches are mad. And, you know, when you, that is another reason why. If I feel like today I don't have a problem with no, no motherfucking body. I don't have a problem with nobody because my input, my output is just as good as my input. It's just like when your, when your body you know, you didn't eat and you didn't accumulated enough juice in your stomach. You got to pee and you got to poop it out. I fucking pee and poop out my mouth all the fucking time. So when I have a problem, I, I may think about it, like how I need to address it or whatever, but I'm saying something about it. I'm not holding it. I'm not going to sleep on it. I'm not doing none of that. So any, any, I feel like I've just redirect those feelings now it takes another person who's on the same path like I can't help the fact that I've addressed the situation I said what I said and I'm moving on but if you can't take that that's not my problem because I used to be that person that fester and be upset and carry grudges and I didn't like the way that felt I didn't like the way it was weighing and tearing on me and looking at everybody else looking happy I didn't like that shit I'm like yo I gotta fix this I got to realize that I don't have to be the one angry. Like, if I just solve the problem, you know, on my end, then, hey, I'm good at the end of the day. And I can walk away from the situation. Like, you know, it's good. And that's what I feel like. when I, Even when I dodged a bullet on something or I feel like I ran away from something and I come back around to it, I feel like this situation or this person... We need our closure or we need to come to, you know, an agreement or agree to disagree or somebody needs some confirmation or some shit. So I feel like it's addressable and we do that. And if, you know, it's not a double-ended thing, then I get my confirmation how I need it and I walk away a happy, healthy person. Part of this podcast, 
part of Indica Minded is the reason why I feel like I can walk away happy. And like, this is another coper for me to feel good. I'm, I'm right now, I'm peeing and pooping at the mouth. Okay. So that is why I feel like I don't have a problem with somebody. If I feel your negative energy, even on social media, and I'm going to address that. Yes. I've came across a few people I used to hang out with. I would be excited to touch bases with now. Like we much older, we grown. Some people look different. You know, I'm like, hey, you know, but it's like, okay, we seeing each other on social media, nobody saying shit. I'm making like some type of attempt to be like, hey, bitch, or something. Nobody's saying anything. It's just crickets. Nobody liking my statuses. I don't even see theirs. So I don't know if they got me on block. Like, where I, I, they can see mine and I can't see theirs. I even tagged some people in some stuff. No response. I don't, I looked on their pages. I literally had to go look on their pages because their statuses was not popping up. They thought they was going to lurk in the back of my friends and just be there knowing all my business. And I'm like, well, what the fuck I need you here for? A couple of them probably thought I was still homeless or they probably heard rumors of me being homeless last year. And they probably came to spectate. It's nothing to fucking spectate. So because you have this weird ass fucking energy that I don't even know what you're here for. Like you don't say shit. You're just watching me and I don't like it. Like most of my friends on my my page, they give me a flowy, nice, good energy where I can, I feel good to share my shit. Like I feel like even if they not liking it, they still supporting it. They still, you know, allow me to tag them in things or whatever have you, me, we, whatever you know what I'm saying but these girls uh-uh they are it's like you know you realize why you cut ties with some people and you just want to leave it at that like you don't want that drama you're not in that space no more so that's where I met with it so when it come to even my social media you know if if some guys got low vibration like talking about killing banging bang I don't want you there like your your, your picture looking a little too rough for me no, nah, bro, I'm not even accepting your friend request. Or if I give you a trial period, you might be there for a couple of weeks. And then after that, I'm refreshing my, my page again. Like, I don't need that energy. So for me, I'm protecting my energy when it comes all the way around, all the way around. I don't want to even have a bad thought about you in my mind. I don't want to think about you bad. If I feel like that, I'm going to figure it out why, address it. And if I feel like I'm going to continue to think bad thoughts about you, you got to go. You got to go because I don't even want that channel in my mind. I want to think good shit. I want to get on there and be like, yeah, that's my bitch. And I don't even have to know you, but it's just the vibes you give. You feel me? So, you know, that's what I'm all about. And if you don't feel it, if it's somebody that you just feel that, that lurking, that, that, that looking, that, that nasty, that, you just feel a baggage, get rid of them, get rid of them and everything that they about, okay? I just want y'all to sit back real quick. Wherever you are, I don't care if you in your car, stop that motherfucking traffic right now. Stop it. Say, <laughs> But just try to zone out a little bit and let's, let's listen to these words. Just breathe these words in and, and just, just, just feel how that vibration feel when I'm saying it, all right? Feel us. Envious. Covacious, resentful, grudging, begrudging, suspicious, distrustful, 
mistrustful, doubting, insecure, anxious, defensive, heedful, protective, watchful, desirous. Do you see how sometimes those words, you know, even though they make you feel like a slithery snake could be there, it is still like double-sided. Like this snake could be nice or he could be, I don't know, he's just a little slide thing that give me a funny feeling. Some of those words, you know, make you feel like, okay, maybe he, maybe it's not so bad, but yeah, it is that bad. That is the reason why you have to, if this jealous energy around you is not going to dissipate itself, if it can't be healed by the person that is projecting it, then you got to cut the tie. Cut the tie. Do not have jealous people around you in your space. It is bad for your health. Okay, now let me get back to my jealous story and then we're going to wrap this up, all right? I'm sorry to be dancing around. But yeah, so I was jealous of the girls with the the big butts, the nice butts. And it wasn't even about the shape, it was just the butt because I was always a pretty girl, you know. Um people used to tell me that all the damn time. When I got to my first year of Parkville High School, I think I was in the 10th grade, they was calling me a shanty. Like I swear I was a trendsetter, but it was like on a low. It was on a low because I never got the glory from it. Like people used to copy me but never really I never was known for like, yeah, she da 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 da. But I had the long black track, like it was like the long came down to my elbow. It was called track back then. And I had that shit in looking like a shanty. I still got my baby hair right now, okay? And my sideburns, so they was calling me a Shanti. I had girls hating, of course, but I like was loved like by the people who love me. That was like in my little energy, you know. The 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 niggas they always love me. Niggas love me. It's the bougie white girls. They don't like me too much. I feel like they want to compete, and they the ones that they display jealousy. They the ones that will do shit to you in a heartbeat too. And I'm talking about in school and all that, cause I don't really be around that type of, of white girl now. But them types, yes, boo. They be the ones will cut you hard. But in school, I used to stay away from them. You know, I had my little my little clique or whatever, and the dudes. You know, I had my boyfriend probably like the first year. I couldn't believe it. Like I used to beg some good looking niggas. I ain't even go a lot. <laughs> yes. But then once dudes start liking you for your ass, your butt shape, your big butt and all that, you know, I lost a little bit of <laughs> a little bit of followers. But, you know, I still, you know, I had older guys that like me and I hated that. I used to be like, wow, older guys always like me all the time. My friends, they did everything in their powers to tear me down. They used to, they, their nickname for me was Flatty Patty. Flatty Patty, Flatty Patty. Like, I don't give a fuck how good I look. They would always find it in their way to call me fat and Flatty Patty. So, I, like, any chance that I got, yo, I was losing weight. I was smoking weed so much. Like, sometimes I didn't eat. We would be outside. Like, I went down to a size four. And people thought I was on, I had AIDS, like, I had gotten to a fight with this girl and like she, 
I would say she beat me up because she got me on the ground. She kicked me in my face. And after that, she walked off. And I'm like, that part, I don't know how her face looked. But the fact that she got me on the ground, she freaking pulled me down. She didn't all this talk of like punching, punching. Because that's the first thing I'm doing is swinging to the face. I'm trying to get blows to the face. She grabbed my head, pulled me down to the ground. I slipped on the grass. She stomped me, kicked me in my face. And it was like while she was stomping me in my back, I felt myself go out. I think I passed out. And then when I got up, like, my shirt was, like, all open. My bra was open. I had, like, a zip-up hoodie. And my eye was swollen. And she was, like, walking down the street with all her friends. And I just could not believe it because it wasn't even my fight. It was, like, the girl that I used to hang with, it was her fight. And, like, I'm the one that got it basically the worst out of everybody because it was, like, she said she brought her family up there. We walked up there all together. And then the girl that... I was fighting was like, oh, I thought that was your family. Like, bitch. So, yeah, this is a person that t- tried to talk to me again, like, on Facebook and everything. I don't talk to her, but I let her know, bitch, I'm not scared of you. I will fucking fight you today, tomorrow. And that's with anybody. I'm, I'm not scared to, to fight nobody. And the way I be doing it, you know what I'm saying? I, I just get locked, y'all. I use all my energy to fight. And... And also, it's protection. Just in case I get beat up, you won't say I ran my mouth, but while I'm whipping your ass, bitch, you're going to get the slow cook. You're going to get all them words. I'm going to be talking while I fight. I don't. I just shut up when I'm about to fight. So, yeah, that's how I do. But it just was so crazy how I got it, you know, stomped out and shit. The girls I was with, it was their fight. Didn't really, nothing really happened to them. These bitches... They put me down so much all the time. But at the end of the day, even now, I feel like I'm, I can tell a story. Like, I can tell a, a survival story. I can, I can be like, yo, these are the type of people you don't have around you. I can help other people out. And I feel like I'm in a place in life that I'm happy and proud to be at. So, yeah, like, doing that didn't get any of them no brownie points when it came to anything real and true in life. Just maybe to each other and to the people that really wanted to hold me down but that's how it is when you know you got one person that that's jealous of you and want to take you down trust me they will they will get minions they need they need that because they realize your vibe is so high that a lot of shit that they do won't even get your attention so um flatty patty it was my nickname and that stuck to me like all through like even when I was in my 20s I didn't really I was super super like insecure every boyfriend that I was around that I got with like I I really felt like that was a big part of a relationship like you gotta have a fat ass so I don't know if this is gonna work like when we out I see my boyfriend's always looking at other people other asses and shit like that like what the fuck I'm never gonna be one of those females that's like yeah I'm looking at bitches asses too because I'm not like that like I might play around and joke like but with my females or with male friends but when it comes to my relationship I don't really feel like I'm gonna be gay for my man like I'm not going to be gay. And I re- and I'm trying to, you know, factor in like is is part of LGBTQ culture because you are trying to accommodate somebody else. You know what I'm saying? Like I've even been approached by swingers and it's like 
yo, how do you even get that way and still have a love relationship? Like, that does not come into play because people play with sex. Like, sex is a very, very spiritual and powerful and energetic. So how the fuck can you keep this balanced relationship? It has to be some demons up in here. Like, for real. That y'all can really come together and fuck other people and be committed and loyal to each other. And y'all understand that it's just the fuck. Like, I don't know. It gotta be something. Something that is keeping that tie. Something somebody wanna be comfortable and stable in a relationship and just can't let it go. So they gonna do whatever to keep it. Something. But it's just, I just never really felt like that was me. So when it came to my man looking, I got a motherfucking problem, nigga. Because you, when you're not with me, you can go and look at any motherfucking bag you want to look at. But when you with me and we out, that need to be our time. You need to be treating me like queen motherfucking B out here, okay? That's how it need to be. And, and that's how I still am. Now, I have kind of loosened up and because I realized, you know, people going to look. I look too. And I don't mean that asses, but I be looking at some of these good looking guys out here. But it's not really a lot in Baltimore. Shit. Y'all funny looking as shit. And, you know, I remember times I used to be with my guy. He looking over at people and shit. And I be like, all right, wait, wait. He saw. He, and then one time he going to say, oh, you remember. You know, you must know what a bad bitch look like. I, could, I really couldn't believe this nigga said this to me. He was that cocky. So I'm like, all right, let me find somebody around here. Let's find me a nigga that look good. Looking around, sexy ass man, somewhere, something. Hood nigga, something. Nobody. It was nobody for days. Like, it has to be a situation that arise. And it did happen. Trust me, it happened. God helps me with that. But it was later on in life. And this guy was not even from my hood. He was like from PA or something visiting. This was when I used to live in the projects. I'm like, wow. But anyway, yeah. Guys definitely got the advantage because girls don't even have to look good for them to get the attention and the glory over somebody that deserves it. So yeah, I just always been about respect and loyalty and shit. I'm a Taurus. The fuck you expect? So when you when we out, you know, we I need to be the one on a pedestal, not somebody else with somebody else. You just making yourself look like a ship jumper, dumbass, glorizing this nigga bitch. Like she ain't going home with you, and he won't even get like you making them look good. We looking like what? Like and guys never really even get that. They never even get that they look like the little ship jumper and shit. So, okay, bam. Let me put this on airplane mode for he called me. Shit. Can't hear nobody calling me doing my podcast now. All right, so make you look like a ship jumper. So, yeah, it makes also makes the person you with a little bit more insecure because definitely it made me insecure. Do it make me feel like I want to go home, take my clothes off, get sexy for you when you got eyes for other people? Hell no, it does not. Okay. So that became a big problem in my relationships. And I realized that even in my relationships, someone can make you feel like you are the, the baddest bitch in the fucking whole planet with the ass and body that you have. It just depends on the person. If the person ain't feeling good about themselves, they can never, ever, ever make you feel good. They can never make you feel like that. You know what I'm saying? Even if you are building into them like that, they gonna use that shit 
towards their ego and furthermore treat you like the shit that they want to treat you like. So never waste your time on it. And that's what I had to realize. A lot of bumps, bruises, and stumbles never knew, you know, I was just very pretty and just could embrace it that. But also in the black community, it's hard just being pretty. Like you got to be fat as shit. You got to be bad as shit. You got to have tracks, weaves, bundles, lashes. Like, so they never really, were you like natural, you got to be fucking light skin with curly hair. Like if you a natural brown skin or light brown or dark skin chick, like is is very, very, like when you get old, when all the rest of them bitches start to get raggedy from the way and tail on their scalp and, 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 and eyelids and shit. Then the, the niggas come back around to you because you still look like somebody that's 20 or something. But they don't get it. Then after you've seen all of their bad tendencies, you don't want them. Like, you be looking at them like, oh, I'm smart as a fuck now. Like, all of this knowledge I gained by the disses and uh, all this shit that I've been experienced, I don't even want you. You would not even be the type that I would want in my life. And I see a lot of that. These guys are super egotistical and they, they take what they can get and they make it seem like they all at, but they really not. They really not. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, that really played on me. Then when I came home, my mom was playing against it, you know, calling me. I don't, I don't really remember her calling me flatty patty, but she called me, she reminded me my ass was flat. A lot of people reminded me that. You know, it was not a day or something that could go by my teenagehood or somewhere in my life that someone was not making fun of my ass. So, um, ironically enough, I never really dated outside of my race, which I feel like if I was in another environment, I probably would have been definitely way more successful and probably (laughs) well off by now because they're not focusing on other people's asses in their race, making it a fucking uh, make or break thing. You know, they're getting with people they love and they find attractive and that they're compatible with and they are making it work and they're building lives and they are probably traveling the world by now while these no good niggas and same bitches sitting up here worried about somebody ass, okay? Half of them going to fucking Miami in the DR and dying, worrying about somebody's ass. God damn it. And you know, I even considered as, I mean, two years ago, I was going to get this, this ass implant. I was going to Miami to uh, Mia Aesthetics and I was going to let Dr. C put some holes in my ass and get a Brazilian butt lift in 360 lipo. And you know what stopped me? Life did. I don't know if it was God or jealousy at this point because it was a uh, it was a blend of people and life circumstances that actually was working against me going to Miami. I had the money, I had the transportation, but then everything it was just everything pulling me from not doing it. So, I mean, as I'm starting to get older, I'm seeing, you know, other features that I really didn't I took for granted. I really didn't like consider about myself and I really didn't push about myself um also get my DNA test and let me see like the other parts of me that are huge and great in my body I'm just not African-American so that really explains a lot of my distinctive features in my body and my face and I'm like okay I'm happy with that and now I can embrace those things as I get older 
and really like, you know, I feel good, like the shape I'm in. And then also another thing that I started doing when I, when I, um, became a lot more free was going to the gym. You know, people do not, they, they push, they really, 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 really push going to get the surgery, but they do not show you how your ass can. I'm telling you, my, I had a little fatty. I had a little fatty and I have pictures. I'm telling you, I had a little fatty. I had hips, everything. And I have hip dips naturally. I grew hips and a fatty. I had a rack and I'm like, wow. So having an ass did feel good. It made me feel good. Um, I mean, but I was still lonely at the time. It didn't make nobody want me more. Everybody got an ass, you know, like it didn't bring no more attention to me than it, it normally would have. I feel like it just made me feel good personally, like in my body, in my clothes, I felt better. Like I felt like I looked better. I just, yeah. Like I felt like I could reach a goal that I felt like if I didn't really believe in myself or if I would have let, you know, the environment around me deplete me, I just would have never knew could exist for myself. So I know this exists. I know that you can change, you know, things that you feel bad and insecure about within yourself. So to wear a jealous um, tag or a badge is just unhealthy for your spirit. You know, don't wear it. Figure it out. Figure out what you need to do to change what is making you jealous about. So, and I'm telling you, like, this has been something that has been haunting me all my life. I did not ask to have a ass the way I have it. It does, You know, I did not ask for this shit. But I'm telling you, this is something that I could not still get rid of unless I went to go get, sur- go get surgery because working out goes away. I'm going to tell you, you have to be, take, you have to be faithful. So it's something that if I'm not working out, if I'm at my worst, can I still feel good about myself? And fuck yes, I do. Because I've been around the world and I, 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 I have got an ass. So I know what it feel like. And I mean, to me, that was like the biggest thing that I've ever felt like I could be jealous of somebody else about. Like that. I, and the only reason why I felt like that was because I felt like I could not accomplish that. And once I accomplished it, I'm like, you know what? I can either buy an ass or I can go and fucking build it at the gym. Either way, I can have what you have. So eat it and weep, baby. (laughs) All right, guys, best buds. I'm sorry. I kept you almost for an hour today, but this was a power hour. I'm telling you, it was a power hour that I feel like a lot of you guys need to hear. I don't know who need to hear this shit, but somebody need to hear. Don't be out there being jelly. Don't be peanut butter and jelly. Do not be out there doing that. And do not allow jealous people to stay in your life. Shut it out. Cut them down. Shut it down and let them face whatever they got to do. Let them grow and go on with your life and hopefully you know you you pray you meditate you do whatever you got to do that you know things will come back around and y'all will be able to meet again in this lifetime if not baby that is the person and the monster that they are continuously going to be because they ain't come back to you they ain't apologizing to you they ain't sorry they still out here hating and being jealous about something else with somebody else so let the miserable jealous people 
be where they be and pray for their healing. Okay, best buds. And on that note, that was the Indica-Minded podcast for today. I gave you something for the weekend. So I hope you enjoyed this one. And remember, use those showers as a spiritual cleanse and use it as a tool, babies. I love you. And until next time, I'm out. Thank you.